0: getting on YouTube and doing something like we're doing and having a show, talking, asking business leaders, founders, entrepreneurs about their journeys, about the questions and specific things like sales and resilience and you name it, that you wanna have these conversations with these people. There isn't some pitch to say, you need to do this with us, right? Obviously they know that they can do that. Is that a main reason why you create content for all the stuff that have just kind of unloaded on here?
1: Yeah, so I appreciate you saying that. I host a podcast with another coach of mine, his name's Coach Nick Davies, and it's called True Seekers. And we, we developed a mission statement for it because we wanted to stick true to it. And it was to expand consciousness through collaborative content creation. So what that implies, Kaz, is like, when we come together, and this is happening right now, we're having a conversation with both of our perspectives, and we're bringing it together to reach a new level of understanding, of information, so that the viewers of this can think it's valuable. Think of it. We're not, this is not a humor. Like we've laughed a couple of times. I could tell a couple of jokes, but it's not for people to come and laugh at. It's for them to bring something of value away from it, so that they can apply it in their own lives. And that's what true seekers is to me. Is like people who want to engage and have these meaningful conversations. I want to know what resilience means to you. I want to know what success means to you, because it means a little bit different to me. And I want to share my perspective. And then by the end of it, we've come to an agreement and a higher level of understanding of what success means in the greater grandeur of everything. And I think that's rewarding. I think people subscribe to that and that's what they get excited about.
0: For sure. When I have this conversation with you, if no one listens to it, we still had this conversation. I get to learn from it. And then I think of it, okay, well, John on our team, he's going to be working on it behind the scenes. He's going to have to listen to it. He's got to write something about it. He's going to have to take away something from it.
1: I hope you enjoy it, John. Yes, right. (laughs) That's perfect.
0: (laughs) There's a level of training. And you know, someone asked me, What's your training process? I we have great training. Well, you have like a training manual. No, no, no. Like it's our content, it's our story. And then it's the mentorship and it's the interactive and it's like the stuff that you just you can't write it down on a piece of paper all the time. Although we do that as well. We maybe put it in a blog. The content's there, and then we can have a conversation, right? It's that in between that we can have those conversations on. So I I also feel like There's so many benefits to creating content. And those are just two of them that we just talked about because we got to have a conversation. There's a leverage component of it. Perhaps you and I aren't talking. Maybe we are, but perhaps you and I aren't talking if I don't have a podcast and vice versa. And so if it's done in a genuine way, I think that's unique leverage. And I think that's media. And that should be taken advantage of, again, in a genuine way. There's so many aspects. So so much of content is about growing your business. Do this and your business will grow 10x and whatever people say. Again, that's not a bad thing and if you can get new people to become aware of your business and what you do by all means. Like I think it's awesome. We've been reached out to by multiple people. How did you hear about us? We found you on Google. We loved what you said and then we talked to you and that's that's awesome. But those are other benefits. I think the core benefit is what you were talking about and do you see that as well when you're having these conversations like this is pretty awesome that I get to have this conversation. It allows me as a coach to even get better as to what I do. Oh, definitely.
1: Yeah. I like what you said about this is the leverage point. But then like, if we take it a step further, what, what I see is we're, like, we're unattaching ourselves from an end result. We're not doing this to achieve anything, to get anything out of it. And when we allow ourselves to play and have fun, that's where the magic happens. Like We're engaged. We're present in this conversation. I'm not typing an email on the side. I'm not like, trying to accomplish anything. And I think so much of the business world is like end results driven. We live month to month, quarter to quarter. What's your sales numbers? What's this? What's that? And that goes against the laws of abundance, like the natural laws of the universe. And when we understand how those work, it's funny because it's more effortless. It's more free. And you think the opposite has to be true. You got to work harder. You got to work longer hours. It's just being present and doing the things that come natural to you and are fun. Because out of that comes great things. And you can't predict what they are. And we won't even know what they are with this podcast. But like, I'm enjoying myself talking to you because this is one of my hobbies is being contemplative about conversations. And we're talking about psychology and mind scan and formal axiology. I love this stuff. This is amazing. So yes, to your point, if nothing else, if I don't hear anything, if I don't get any likes, if I don't have anybody wanting to take the mind scan, this is a victory because I'm having an engaging conversation with somebody from Buffalo. Yes, (laughs) Yes, right. sir. So <laughs> that I'm enjoying. I'm, I'm being present and enjoying it with no, and I'm unattached from any desired result that I want to get out of it.
0: I think it's important what you said. You're like, this is a hobby. Like, you enjoy this stuff. And I had to get there to realize wait a second. What if my hobby is what I do? What if it's the creativity? What's the thinking? What if it's the reading? And once you enjoy it, well, then it's just easy. And then to That's have the these secret. types of conversations to say, did I work today? Because, <laughs> yeah you really did. And you also made the other point of to have that conversation where that's it. It's just the two people or whoever, how many people are in the room talking, everything else is put away. It's rare to find that today, to have that avenue or to have that connection to where there's not something... Disconnecting us. I mean, there's always something, right? I have a computer yeah. screen, you have a computer screen in front of you. I try to turn off all I don't typically have alerts anyway, but somehow it's like something, some setting change and alert's gonna come in. And you're like, I was trying to avoid it, but you know what I'm saying. Like it is a rare experience to then just really dive into this type of conversation. So I completely agree with you. Why YouTube? That was the most accessible
1: point. We're just this week rolling out. Subscription will be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify moving forward. So okay. I like YouTube because that's the visual too. Sure. So much of our communication is, I think it's like 7% of communication is just the words. Yeah. And there's, you know, tonality and then physiology. And like you get the whole, the whole kit and caboodle when you get to watch a video, see somebody's body language and hear their tonalities go up and down and watch their excitement. I think even as we go into Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all these other platforms, we're still going to post on YouTube. Sure. We, drive people there.
0: Yeah. No, I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, just even having a conversation where I can see the other person, I've done it over phone when I had to, or earlier on when we were doing it. And there's aspects of that I like that too, but being able to interrupt like, oh, you want to add something or you just kind of, there's some signals going on there. It's just easier right. to communicate. And then also obviously for people to watch it. And, and I think you make a good point. Like, and that's what we talk about is do the easy thing. like. You don't have to do it all. People are like, well, you got to get on Facebook. I got to be on Twitter and I got to have a podcast on all these different platforms. And then I need a YouTube channel, Pinterest and like, hold on, just do the... And I'm sure you would say this, do the easy thing first. And you know, it's wild. We have some stuff on YouTube, but not a lot. We haven't pushed that. That's one area we haven't. But all of these episodes that we're recording right now, it's all video. And I always say, create the library. It's Because what I can do is when there's time and we want to do that next project, we can go put all of this content on YouTube and do it in a unique way of when I have time and want to do it. It's like you said, there's no right or wrong answer. It's a perspective, you go with it and just get it done. And obviously I would imagine you would say the same thing. So I think it's important that you are out there creating content because here's the thing. If I want to hire someone as a coach, I want to understand who they are, how they talk, what are their beliefs, what do they look like? Can I do, I think I can have this conversation. And I don't know, like you just feel it. Same thing with a therapist. Like it'd be nice to hear their voice. What do they sound like? You're going to be spending so much time with that person that a long form piece of content and pick whatever long form means to you, I think can do so much for us. Like I'd rather forget the soundbite, which I get it, soundbites are nice. I want the long conversation. So going into the politics world that we live in right now, like wouldn't it just be better to hear that person talk for an hour in a conversation as opposed to hearing what they had to say for 30 seconds or two minutes?
1: Yeah, Yeah, and such a great point. And it goes back to the connectivity with people. If you're exploring coaching or if you really want to get to know somebody, you got to spend time with them and know how their mind works, what their outlook is. And if it resonates with you, then that's truth right there. Like you can feel it and you know it. I had this example pop up when you were speaking, like think of a high school sports, college sports. Think if you had a a roster of coaches that you can hear their style or or they have to almost sell to you, like what they're going to bring to you as an athlete. And if like you see value in that, like, oh, I know he's going to push me or oh, he's going to give me a different perspective and and hone this skill that's a little bit weak. I'm right-footed. Maybe he'll teach me how to kick left foot and make me a more well-rounded athlete. So yeah, to that point, it's about the all-encompassing consumption of who a person is and and what they're bringing to the table that allows you the most information to make the decision that is best for you.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a great example you use with coaching because There's only so many Bobby Knights, and they're only so accessible that you can understand, like, no, 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 my son needs to be that military style and he needs to go and play at that school and whatever, or someone else. But that's the recruiting piece of it because we see that as well that people have found us based on our content. I bet you people, I don't know what the word would be, unfound us. Maybe they hear it and like they don't agree with it. I don't want to be a part of that. That's okay too, right? So it works in all different directions. So that soccer coach at a university, if he doesn't want the player that's not willing to handle the, you know, I'm tough on my kids and this is how it's gonna be. And if you show up one minute late to practice, I promise you, you're sitting. If they don't want that, he doesn't want them in the program. And so to that point, like, yeah, 100%, I totally agree with that. Content Matters with the Z is our content marketing company that helps entrepreneurs tell their own stories to those who care. And here's the thing we think every entrepreneur that is willing should have their own content platform and we wanna help make that happen both by working directly with entrepreneurs and by sharing our own stories, exploring the craft of content marketing. Content matters, one piece of content at a time. Learn more at cascontent.com.